good evening thank you for being here it's a wonderful day and uh, thank you for being in the church uh, i always struggle with not the message but with the joke i have to say before my message <laughs> so it take less time for the message but more time for the joke to find the right joke <laughs> and then after i don't understand most of the american jokes also so brother kevin whenever he sends me a joke after that he send me the explanation also <laughs> right so here so one reverend uh, named james rolls was in the seminary he was invited to preach at the small ruler church however the man who was to introduce him to the congregation had trouble pronouncing his name he must be exactly like me so james offered this verbal clue remember rolls like hot buttered rolls it worked when it came time for the introduction the man announced we are pleased to have with us the reverend james biscuits <laughs> i wonder my last name is ingle uh, but you know the marathi pronunciation is ingle which will be more difficult so they, they when they i heard ingle i was like okay if that goes fine we'll go with the ingle but if someone want to tell my name name he'll be like remember eagle 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 right that's how it will be but anyhow uh let's get into the word of god uh, uh turn your bible to john a book of john 2115 today uh we're going to talk about following jesus if if we ask plainly to anyone do you want to follow the jesus everyone's hand will be up yeah me 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 right everyone wants to follow jesus but in john 21 our uh, lord gives us a clear commandment or gives some uh, condition to follow him it is good that we want to follow jesus but then there are some conditions there are three conditions that was that are given into john 21 uh, uh where uh, we will study and we will uh, uh, come uh, we'll talk about that what are this condition so in john 21 15 and you know as the famous passage where there is a conversation between uh, jesus and the peter and you know a very famous passage you know the conversation in john 21 15 he said So when they have dined Jesus said to Simon Peter Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me more than this he said unto him ya lord thou knowest that i love thee he said unto him feed my lambs verse 16 said he said to him again the second time Simon son of Jonas love thou me he said unto him ye lord thou knowest that i love thee he said unto him feed my sheep verse 17 says he said unto him the third time simon son of jonas lovest thou me peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time lovest thou me and he said unto him lord thou knowest all thing thou knowest that i love thee jesus said unto him feed my sheep let's pray and we will get into the message father we love you thank you my lord thank you for this day thank you for evening be with me my lord Uh, as i preach this message give me the wisdom the knowledge the word the right words to say 
and uh, that the message to, should touch in everyone's heart, including my Lord Jesus, in everything we say, and uh, uh, you should be glorified, my Father. Bless this service, be with me as I preach, in your mighty name we pray, Amen. So, if you see, the first condition is about following Jesus is loving Jesus. So, G Jesus asked him plain, uh, plainly, and you know the conversation that Jesus talks about the, uh, the uh, agape love and all, and you know that very well. But, you cannot love Jesus if you don't know how much he loved you first. Unless you don't understand, unless you don't understand how much Jesus loved you, because, right, 1 John 4.19 says, we love him because he first loved us. Last uh, Sunday, my wife plays that uh, song, oh, how much I love Jesus, oh, how much I love Jesus, oh, much how love Jesus because he, loved, he first loved me. That he first loved me, we have to very well understand what is exactly that means. Unless we do not understand what is that means exactly, how much is that love, we, you won't be, no person should, will be able to love Jesus back. So first you should understand how much he loves you. As you remember, Brother Brian and me, we went to that creation museum and uh, there was a small movie on the universe. They show us how big this universe is. It was such a wonderful movie or the, they show us a, like a documentary about the stars. When I saw this all, it gives you an idea that how was that universe, this galaxy or whatever you name it, is it? I'll read it for you, okay, some things which I have studied and I brought it for you just to understand and we'll come to the point. So we'll start with the point where we know what we know. So we know sun, right? Sun in just one of the hundred of billions of stars swirling within an enormous cosmic place called the galaxy. So our galaxy is a huge collection of star, dust and gas. It is called a spiral galaxy because of the way we see it or the way it looks. The sun is located on one of the spiral arms and here it is. About 25,000 light years away from the center of the galaxy, even if you could travel at the speed of light, it will take you 1,86,000 miles per second. It will take you about 25,000 years to reach the middle of the galaxy. Now we are talking about only our galaxy where the sun is located. And this is, currently, there are 2 trillion galaxies. They say it stretches for 105700, I don't know what that number is, light years in diameter and may contain at least 100 billion planets and around 400 billion stars. And for your information, one light year is 5.88 trillion miles. Why I said you that? Why I gave you this information? Because we are going to talk about the creator who created this. When I saw this, Right? Again, you also have to understand, this is not something Bible gave. This is also the understanding of a man who studied. Right? Our understanding is not that big. 
So we are talking about the person here who created all this. As I mentioned you, the first and the foremost command in Mark 12.30 says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. That's why it is very important for us to know about Jesus. So this is just like an example I gave you, which I saw, it took my attention. The creator of all this, his name is Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth and the universe, who created, as Bible mentioned, as said, he's he spoke the word and it was created. A creator of Adam and you from the dust who spoke the word and, the, and Adam was created. We are talking about the God of Enoch. We are talking about the God of Noah, a God of Abraham, a God of Jacob, a God of Israel, a God of Joseph, a God of Moses, the one who says I am. The God of David, the God which is infinite, he is self-existing. The God who is immutable, he never changes. The God who is self-sufficient, he has no needs. The God who is omnipotent, he is all-powerful. The God who is omnipotent, he is all-knowing. The God who is omnipresent, he is always everywhere. The God who is wise is full of perfect, unchanging wisdom. The God who is faithful is infinitely, unchangeably true. The God who is just is infinitely, unchangeably right, perfectly in all he does. The God who is merciful is infinitely, unchangeably compassionate and kind. The God who is gracious, that is inclined to spare the guilty. The God who is loving for his unchanging love, the God who is holy, the God who is glorious, this is the God we are talking about when he came on this earth. Now again you have to understand, right? My understanding is not that big. I cannot describe him. Right? So, but I will try. As God gives me the wisdom. So this God comes onto the earth for us, the God I said, which is may not be a small percentage we can describe him, comes on the earth for us. He became the flesh. He dwelt among us. He took the all of our sin on us, on him. Before that, he selected 12 disciples. He trained them. He ministered them. He suffered humiliation for you and me. When he was all that powerful. And still he did not say a single word. And the Lamb of God took all our sin on him. As Isaiah 53, 7 says. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He is talking about Jesus. As the Bible says, he could have called 10,000 angels, 
but he stayed and sacrificed everything. He took all of our sin on him. He drank the cup which had the sins of whole world. The one who is holy, to, the one about whom we describe, he became a sin for you and me. The for one for whom even the father denied because of, of our sin. The one who died on the cross, he was buried and resurrected. The one to whom his disciple betrayed, the, his loved one did not come to him. They rejected him. He went to the father, paid the price of our sin. He became the propitiation, the atonement for our sin. He became the door of eternal life. He resurrected. He told Peter before he was, uh, uh, before he went to the cross that Peter you will deny me. Peter said, I will not deny you, Lord. Jesus said, I prayed for you. After his resurrection, he comes to this Peter. He prepared a food for him. He dined with him. And look what he asked. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than this? The question to every one of us. No matter... See, though this is said 2,000 years before, this question is everyone for us today. To every Christian, do you love Jesus? The same question what he asked to Peter. He asked Simon, son of Jonas. And as you know that conversation, all the three times he asked Simon, son of Jonas. It is like specifically, to that person, example like Jackson, like Jackson, he's if he's listening to me, and if I say Jackson, son of Steve Boots, now I got his whole concentration on me. Johan, son of Nathan Ingle, he knows I'm talking to him. The same way Lord talking to every one of us. He wants your attention. And the question is: Do you love God? You cannot follow him. Unless you love the Lord. Unless you love the Lord. And that's why I described you. First you should understand how much he loved us first. And when you understand that how, what he has done for us. And there is a natural desire will come. That how much we should love him. The question is, is Jesus the first place in our life. Does that place move on or off based on the condition or the circumstances? Or Jesus is always at the first place at our life. See, before you answer that question, immediately Lord puts the second condition, right? We are talking about following Jesus. As soon as Lord asked that conversation that Peter, do you love me? And as you know, Peter could not understand that what kind of love he was asking. But now we know because we have the word of God. 
we understand what he what the ask is because we have the complete word and you know that and there is a command that love your lord right what is the command we read in mark 12:30 and thou shall love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength this is the first commandment but before you and me answer that question immediately there is a second condition john 21:18 says just after that conversation verily verily i say unto thee when thou wast young thou girdest thyself and walkest whither thou wouldest but when thou shall be old thou shall stretch forth thy hands and another shall gird thee and carry thee whither thou wouldest not and verse 19 says this spake he signifying of what death he should glorify god and when he had spoken this he said unto him follow me so there is a consequences that's why i said which how much we love lord before we answer that if lord tells you and moves you from your comfort zone do you complain or do you still love the lord when the lord takes your love one away do you still loves the lord in your disease or you are in suffering do you still love the lord if lord ask you that hey i want you to move and go here and serve the lord do you still love the lord in this conversation he did not mention that peter as soon as you follow me your life will be so happening i am telling you rather he said you will be hang up and down that's a second condition are we ready to love the lord no matter what condition it is no matter what situation it is is our love unconditional love first before we answer that do you love the lord we should understand the consequences if god says hey i want to take your love one away do you still love the lord if the lord is getting glorified by you from you do you still love the lord or we want to have the lord of comfort it's a struggle every day a christian life is not a easy life every day is a constant battle there is your spiritual battle there is your physical battle we every one of us has to take our cross and walk daily every moment there are the situation many time in our life that does not go the way we want to be do you still love the lord that the second condition as you see in the chapter as soon as he asked peter peter do you love me and as soon as he answered the question he said hey this is how you are going to die that's the second condition and you are okay with that then he said follow me and the immediate third condition he mentioned here in in the next verse john 21 20 
Then Peter, turning about, sees the disciple whom Jesus loved following, which also leaned on his breast at supper, and said, Lord, which he, he, is he that betrayed thee? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? And verse 22 says, Jesus said unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? To thee follow thou me. In today's English, basically he's telling, mind your business. And it is so easy for us to compare, right, to others. See, it is good to take an example of a person who is walking ahead of you in your spiritual life. If he motivates you. But don't get into the comparison of each other. I'll tell you from my heart, when I became a new Christian, it's so easy because of the prideful life of this flesh, that who am I? See, I became a Christian, and this is what I am doing. The pride comes very soon. We have to walk, as Pastor mentioned in last Sunday message, right? We run our own race. We don't go complaining about each other. We don't go on checking on each other. There are the good examples, as Paul mentioned, follow me. And if you have someone like that in your life, that is very wonderful. If you, someone is lagging, pray for him, we can help him. It's our duty also to encourage our brethren. If he's failing... It's our duty to talk to him, to pray, to pray for him, to encourage him. But do not compare that what will happen to him. Walk your own race. See, it is so easy for us that get distracted with so many things going in our life. This world if you study the word, then you will know the world. If you don't study the word, you will not know what is going into the world. You will just take it because it is happening. Everything in this world they will create is a deception to the other people to keep, now I am talking about the unsaved people, to keep them busy for their 78 years of life. That is, entertainment has been given to every one of them. Many times, we as a Christian also fall into that entertainment, into that deception. That's why it is very much necessary to understand we are not like them. Our race is different. As Pastor mentioned, we are running for the incorruptible crown. My lane or the Christian lane is not the same as the world's lane. Their lane is going to the destruction. Our lane is going to the victory. That victory starts by loving Jesus. If you don't love Jesus the way you loved it yesterday or more than you loved the day you got saved. See, I'll tell you this. When I got saved, I was not knowing anything. Okay? And it's, it's normal, right? A man do not have the spiritual understanding. The day I got saved, 
I just needed a savior. Now, once I needed a savior, it should be a natural desire that I want to know about my Lord who saved me. If you do not have a desire, there is a problem. Right? If the baby is born, and if you do not have a desire of the milk, there is a problem. Now, once I studied this word, the more you study the word, the more you will know about the Lord, the more you know about him, the more you love him. Unless you love the Lord more than what you used to love before, he is not at your first place in your life. That place has been taken by something else. Because it is so easy being in this flesh. And as I explain you, this entertainment given in this world, this whole drama going on which will be ending, the day we will be raptured, there will be a last climax and it will be destroyed. Don't get into that. Watch careful every step of your Christian life. Because this distraction will take you away by, from loving Jesus. Because if you could not love Jesus, no matter how much I serve in my church, no matter how much good I look, no matter how much chair I move, no matter how much good dinner I prepare, right, does not matter. What does matter is my personal relationship with Lord. As long as my personal relationship with Lord is good, I'm loving him every day. I'm talking to him every day. Lord sees the heart. Right? When, when my wife and we got engaged, when we got engaged, that love is different than what I am today. We love more each other now. Right? Our, our life grows. We love our wife. It started when we, when we meet and it grows. They say it grows so much after sometimes they start looking at each other. I don't know. I mean, I have to check. But that's what it is. And that's how our Christian life should be. Right? A Christ should be glorified from you. See, the world may not understand what is different, but at least they should understand there is something different than this man. When it will happen? When you love the Lord. Right? When you love the Lord. Otherwise, how Christ is going, get, getting glorified and why people will ask you something which you have and they don't need. My friend, the very most important which I learned while studying is this, loving the Lord. Loving the Lord, no matter what condition it is, no matter what situation it is. When I die, I want to be serving the Lord. But how it will happen? When I love the Lord. When I love the Lord, when Lord sees my heart, right? When I end my race, that's what I'm praying for. That's what we should all should be praying for. That when Lord sees every tie, he says, well done my son. The race will be over soon. Don't get busy. Don't get entertained by the world. Feel with the word of God. And you will love the Lord. The best thing ever Christian can do. Love the Lord. The question today again for you and more than you it's for me. I'll tell you my heart. 
Do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? Praise the Lord.